0: American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries. From hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as looks, LED lighting, and slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at hayfla.com. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome hey. back to the show. Got, got a special guest with us today. Yeah, we're joined by our illustrious colleague, <laughs> Keith Drennan of Blackthorn Concepts.
1: Yeah. I was wondering who the special guest was. I thought maybe it's your brother.
0: <laughs> Keith, introduce the special guest. Somebody yeah. else just walks in.
2: <laughs> How are you? We're doing well.
0: Yeah, we're in this hot jersey. Office.
2: Hot Jersey summer, yeah. I was driving
1: here today. It was a hundred degrees in my car.
0: Ooh. Oh, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's ninety-one degrees out right now. So this is uh, we're recording this on July twelfth, and it will be released at an a uh, unknown time, unknown yeah date because we're just gonna we're just gonna put this one in the bank. <laughs> yeah,
1: it'll you, never be released.
0: It probably yeah. won't take long. No, because given the opportunity, you know. When there's like next week, you know,
2: so we'll be busy next week, putting that kitchen
0: together. Yeah. Friday, we have all the cabinet parts showing up for this kitchen. The drawers just came today. We got um, the doors are shipping on Monday, so they'll probably be here Tuesday shipping from, was it Bluebell, Pennsylvania? Something like that. New Holland. Mm, it's Lancaster. Meridian. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. They're in New Holland. New Holland. Yeah. So, you know, it's only a three hour drive. Um, So we'll have those either Monday or Tuesday. So we'll be uh, balls to the wall getting that kitchen going. Yeah, it's got to
2: be in by August first.
1: Where's this kitchen going?
2: Bricktucky.
1: Oh, Bricktucky.
2: Yep. Housed to a store by a man named Jed. <laughs> Lived in Bricktucky. Uh, That's all I got. Yeah.
0: I don't know any others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'll be our first kitchen in about. um, the other one was, I think this time of year, we delivered August, but just going back two years or three years. Yeah. This will be first of uh, the new breed. Yeah. Yeah. So i got all the box parts cut,
2: bought all the doors, bought all the drawers. This is what the consumer is demanding. Yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately. We must bend to the will of the consumer oh doing kitchens, you mean just no, just
0: doing them this way, where you know we're not building we're not really building anything, we're just kind of putting it all together.
1: Oh, the customer asks for you to uh
2: no, it's just well, the price yeah. point yeah. drives oh, price- yeah. yeah yeah, yeah, and their expectations you know this is this is what fills the marketplace, yeah, like this to them is is uh, a great kitchen
1: it's a custom kitchen,
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, because all the sizes are custom. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh, you know, it's like going to the auto dealership and just picking the color of your car and telling them you want, you know, bucket seats or bench seats. It's right. that kind of thing. It's not. Not. I mean, not for us. It's not custom. No. But hey, we got to make some money.
1: Not everyone has that Green Street money. No, and well, <laughs> and this kitchen's not,
0: yeah, this kitchen's not cheap.
1: I'm a box store kitchen myself. (laughs) Home Depot, Ikea, Lowe's.
0: Yeah, this is easily triple or quadruple, like probably like an Ikea kitchen, the price. Yeah. But, you know, three-quarter inch domestic plywood boxes.
2: It's big, too. I mean, there's a
0: lot of stuff. Five-eighths inch dovetail drawer boxes, solid three-quarter inch hard maple doors. Oh, it's, I mean, it's a nice kitchen.
1: It's a Big kitchen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's big. There's two islands. Two
2: islands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one's double-sided. I got zero islands. I don't have an island. I don't have an island either. My kitchen's about 10 by 12.
1: My kitchen does have a beautiful banquette, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my sink
0: base right here.
1: Oh, that's for your... Is that for your kitchen?
0: Yeah. That's... uh have two of those. That's for our back wall... And then I got the, um, I think there's two peninsula cabinets in here and two out there. I'm getting there.
2: Yeah. Making strides.
0: I haven't made any strides in, in some time, but, you know, this is what it is.
1: Yeah. Work comes first.
0: Yeah. Like at least you, at least you understand
2: that.
1: Yeah. Like me, I'm building a little toolbox. That's taking me, it's taken me
2: two months already. No time. Somebody's gonna put a keychain in and win that toolbox. Some somebody is. Yeah. yeah. So that's for make what uh, I
0: always want to say. Make what you fear for Me the maker too. swap at at uh, maker camp.
2: Yeah. I haven't given it any thought. I'm I'm not sure I want to take part. It's understandable. It's I have not been uh, fortunate.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I got it. The box I got was cool from Dave. I don't
1: know. Wait. I don't know what anyone gets. Dave, just um, was it Dave Bauer? Yeah. bandsaw Box. Yeah, I don't know what he entered. Yeah. I, I mean so many things come across the table, like I don't know what happens.
0: Yeah, there's a a big um disparity between the pri the not prizes, but the entries. You have like uh a, a keychain that somebody cut on a laser in about forty-five seconds. Yeah. or maybe if it was like a diode laser, maybe it took twenty minutes, and then you have like oh i I spent like forty hours to make this hand forged knife right,
1: yeah, damascus steel, yeah hand forged Damascus,
0: so it's kind of you know you're really it's a really a roll of the dice, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm busy,
1: right, I'm trying to play it up this year for more skill mm-hmm. involved in it, but mm-hmm. there's no way to really police it, when no. people show up like. The, jo- the joy of it is whatever skill level people are at, they should be entering at their skill level. Yeah. And I think some people come in there and just try and play the lottery and put in whatever they can to try and get one of those hand forged knives. or
2: Yeah. Yeah, If I had more free time, I might consider it. Yeah. But I'm busy. I, then I got to put a lot of thought into it. It's got to fit in a certain yeah. size. There's no
1: real size requirement anymore. We got rid okay. of that.
2: Dining table. You could, but I mean, you know, so, uh, and it's hard for us to make something. Yeah, to stop
1: work, to make something.
2: And to make it sort of like at that price point, like, what do we, what do you make? I don't know. Yeah. We don't make smalls. So it's like. It's not for everybody.
0: Yeah. I feel like some people feel obligated to like, they're like, oh, you're not, you're not going to do make what you fear. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Not going to do the maker swap, and then that's when people put in just some random thing because they feel obligated. They're like, "Oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to maker camp. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put something in."
1: Yeah, I'd rather have somebody who either makes some item like hundreds of that item a year. Just bring that item. Yeah. Right. So if you have a, they can have a salt order. box. Right. <laughs> like a salt box. <laughs> yeah. Would be perfect. Yeah. If you make thousands of salt boxes a year, putting one of those in would make sense. Or pens or cutting boards or whatever your skill level is, mm-hmm. show it off. Like me, who's a hobbyist, I don't really make anything all the time anyway, so I'm going a little above and beyond. But I run it, so I should, probably should, you know? Mm. But, it, like, if you do hand-carved spoons or you make knives all the time, it may be 20 hours for you to make, 10 hours for you to make an. I don't know what it takes yeah. to make a knife. But for somebody who makes furniture, it's hard to put in something like what uh, you guys would have to be out of your comfort zone to make something to put in there
0: yeah like the first yeah. year i made um salad servers which i don't we don't make stuff like that i've never made anything like that before mm-hmm. and then last year i i forged an awl and turned the handle like
1: yeah people like that
0: one do that kind of stuff so it's like you really got to go outside of the box which makes it even more difficult
2: what did i i don't even remember what i made last year um i know the first year i made like these Bookends, yeah, like out of blocks of cherry and walnut. I remember
1: those. Big Mike got those.
2: Um, I'm
1: trying to think.
3: I don't know. I don't even remember. Me neither. I don't know what you put in.
0: I mean, you got that keychain, so you made out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a good keychain?
1: Do you still have the keychain?
0: No. no. Um, I don't have the keychain. The first year you got that... uh, Butter spreader. Tonto bladed wooden knife.
2: Yeah. Which was cool. I still
0: got that. That was cool. Yeah. What did I get the first year? Um, I don't remember. First year I got...
1: The first year I got... um,
0: I think that you can hear. The Quincy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The first year I got a marking knife... And then the second year, I got nothing.
0: Oh, yeah, because there was, like, a something wrong with the number. Yeah,
1: I think somebody came and collected an item that didn't have the right number.
0: Mm. Yeah. You get your hopes up, too. You put your thing in. You're like, oh, man, look at that. Like, I thought Rob DeMarco's thing was super cool. like The yeah, oh, yeah, anvil-shaped bandsaw box, like, oh, man, I hope I get something like that. And then it's like, oh, what I got was cool. And I wasn't disappointed, but, like, you know. You're almost, you know, the ratio of really cool stuff to (laughs) stuff that's just, like, kind of mediocre is, uh, you know, you're almost, like, setting yourself up for disaster.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if you're hoping for any one thing, your chances are you're not going to get it. Oh, yeah. There's some wild stuff that comes in. But at the same case, there's also laser-cut keychains that come in, too.
0: The hammers, the knives, the, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. Those sculptural metal kind of things. Yeah, man, he'll quit seeing. There's running for a
2: long time. There you go. Here it goes. Yeah, there's no, um, there are no parameters really for the no maker swap.
1: No, handmade. Show off your
0: skill. I mean, you're That's getting your paid. Parameters. You're getting paid Keith, thousands and thousands of dollars to run this thing. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> think that you could. You think you, you think you could come up with something. I do Some it out rules. of the goodness of my heart. Commensurate it with the, your salary.
1: Yeah. I think Tony may be collecting the paycheck because I'm not.
2: Well, yeah. We saw what happened to you the first year. The maker swap
0: too. <laughs> mm, yeah. Let's not talk about that. You guys
2: wanted to get canceled with John
1: Peters. You'll get canceled <laughs> if we get into that story. I bet.
2: <laughs> so all in all, the maker swap in the last couple of years. It's good. It's good. No. Oh, I still like
1: running it, but I get what everyone like like the people's um what is it what what's the word I'm looking for Rob apprehension yeah, apprehension is a good one, yeah, because there are people that put in tons of effort, and there's people that put in zero effort, and it like I feel bad turning people down and being yeah. like that's not good enough for this, well, then what is good enough you know
0: and then you what do you start separating them into cla- like oh yours is a level 2 you're not in the level 3s you know so right. level 2s swap with each other and level 3s you know and then then who you're determ- going to be you're going to be canceled real quick
1: yeah who determines what level people are at right. you know
0: cuz the level 2s
2: think they're level 6s yeah yeah you know if you want help i could be that person
1: I, I i've had a lot <laughs> I've gotten a lot of people offer to be that person. Uh, I I
2: don't have any friends anyway. Like, wait, I get to tell these people how I feel? Trust me, I'm pretty good at
1: being an asshole. But when you're looking at them dead in the face with something that they put their hard-earned time and effort into, and you're like, you're a level one, (laughs) or whichever way it goes. We're gonna put
0: this with the finger paintings. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: you're a bottom feeder. You know, I, I mean. The cool thing is that people enter from all ages and there's kids Mm -hmm. in there that'll enter and, you know, the skill level. Oh, yeah. It it matches and that's cool because then they can go home with, you know, a master bladesmith's item or, or, I mean, giving a blade to a kid is probably a bad idea, but like a master woodworker's item, you know? Right, no problem
2: if you're a child, you know, and you're given something that's rudimentary.
1: Yeah, but when you're a grown adult who has a predominant social media following and you're putting in, you know, Minimal right,
2: effort yeah. to a mallard
1: made out of a thing. two by four. Yeah. And there are some people who are pretty notable that have entered in the past with next to no talent in their items. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I've seen what you can do, and this ain't
2: it. You yeah, know? and as an adult, you know better.
1: I'm not asking for you to put in like like you guys. I'm not asking you guys to put in a a, 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 a f- f- fifty thousand dollar kitchen.
2: We can put in the R2 D2 tables. They're just collecting dust. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. You put in one, I'll put in the other. Yeah.
3: <laughs> there you go.
0: And they're flat pack. But yeah,
1: it's just, it's a tough thing. So you just kind of have to grin and bear it, you know, let people do what they do.
2: Yeah. You just, you know,
1: you I don't know, know. know if all the listeners know what this thing is,
2: do they? Uh, uh, well, we've talked about it before. It's, it's Maker Camp. Yeah. It happens at Maker Camp and everybody. Uh, not everybody, but uh, most people submit something they've made mm-hmm. and uh, you get a number in return and then it's like pulled out of a fishbowl and you mm-hmm. get somebody else's yeah. handmade item.
1: Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Simple and to the point. The maker swap, maker item swap, I guess is the better way to, but we just call it a maker swap.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's, it's good fun. It is cool to see what people can make. I do wish it was like, uh, I mean, we know the first year with the, the, what was that was the presentation was, oh, my, uh, Roku TV remote was delivered at my house. Um,
1: Is that a prime day deal?
0: No. Well, I my, so it's funny we're talking about maker cam. Baker camp two years ago, I came home. My wife had painted the living room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, she didn't do anything like take off the light switch covers or the plate covers to the outlets or take the TV off the wall and paint behind it. So this weekend, I, I got, it's called a flex box or something from Xfinity. I have one upstairs and I got one for the downstairs. It's basically like a Roku that you just plug in. You get it for free from Xfinity if you have the internet you plug it into the TV and you get your Netflix and all that stuff through it. And my idea with hooking that up, because I have a Roku TV anyway, was that the remote for the TV is so destroyed. It's taped together in like six different spots. Um, was that this thing comes with a remote. So I figured out oh, I'll switch I'll hook this thing up and we could just use this remote. Right. Well, it turns out that, um, Oh, so I pulled the TV off paint behind it. I ended up putting a, the covers so i could chase the wires through the wall all that stuff it was like a whole thing um and then come to find out i still need a roku <laughs> remote anyway because when you turn the tv on it automatically goes to the you know the main roku screen not the flex box so i had to order one that sucks yeah that was a long uh a long way around for that story
2: Nah, no, it was good
0: yeah But I was saying um, the first year, like the whole presentation got kind of botched. But I I do think it would be cool if if it was actually done that way, where every item was presented and chatted up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it would add to the whole. I mean, I mean, I, I know it's a lot of time.
2: Right. But what else are we doing up there?
0: Then you really would feel bad about, you know, if they were like, here's this. Yeah. Two inch tall acrylic cut keychain made by
2: John Smith. John, raise <laughs> your hand. Yeah.
0: And just hear crickets. Wait, yeah. wait. John? Thank you, John.
3: John? <laughs> Bueller?
0: Bueller? So, yeah, it's like a little bit of a um, deterrent from putting in something crappy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would do it that way, but. You know, there's 150 entries or whatever last year. To so call out 150 names and wait for the person to realize it's their number, stand up, walk up. That's a lot of names and a lot of time for people to wait around. Yeah, you're talking four hours. Three
0: hours at least. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, three minutes per. per. That's 450 oh. minutes. Oh, that's
2: a long, long yeah. time.
0: Or two minutes. Yeah, 300 minutes.
1: So it, it, it's almost not feasible to do it that way. You're right. Yeah.
0: You have to cap the entries, yeah, only the elite well, you yeah. have to it's gonna be invite only
1: that would be cool
2: <laughs> <laughs> invitation only no, yeah. none of these orange uh, slices uh or trophies, what are they called <laughs> participation <laughs> trophies yeah. Um, speaking of Ferris Bueller, did you know that uh that part was supposed to be played by Anthony Michael Hall?
0: no way, really, yeah. Who's Anthony Michael Hall?
2: He's like breakfast the goofy Club? kid in all those. Um, oh, that gingery kind of kid? Yeah, sort of. He um, a, yeah. He breakfast of Club, Brat Pack. Yeah. was he
0: in Strange, uh, Weird Science?
2: Uh,
1: I don't know if he was in Weird Science. I don't know. He was in 16 Candles before your time,
0: Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, way before my time. Um, Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. He
1: was the dorky kid in. in breakfast club who actually wrote the oh yeah again. yeah
0: this one i'm thinking of yeah wasn't he the one of the main characters in, yeah in weird science okay yeah, i don't
1: know yeah i don't remember weird science i don't think
0: i saw that one
1: that's the one with, like
0: the kelly lebrock yeah yeah. Kelly her, LeBrock, like, yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. some kind of machine or something i remember her yeah well. is that the <laughs>
1: one with the popcorn too don't they have like the popcorn uh, i don't remember is that weird science it came out like four words? years before
0: i was born so What year did that come out? 85. 85. Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, Weird Science. He was in Edward Scissorhands, which I don't remember. Johnny B. Good, Halloween Kills, National Lampoon's Vacation, Pirates of Silicon Valley, Out of Bounds, Dead in Tombstone, War Machine, Freddy Got Fingered, Hail Caesar, The Class, A Gnome Named Norm.
1: I don't know half these movies.
0: I don't know most of them. He was in The Dark Knight. He was in Halloween 2018. Halloween ends, twenty twenty two. All about the Benjamins with uh, Ice Cube and and uh my gepps. I wouldn't guess that. Never heard of any of these. Never heard about all about the Benjamins? No. No. This guy's been in a lot of movies. He's famous. I'm surprised
1: <clears> you didn't know who he was. But well anyway, not, he, not by name. He was supposed to be Ferris Bueller.
0: Yeah. He was in Hysteria, the Def Leopard story you kidding. In 2001. <clears throat> Who'd well, he play? What's got nine It sucks. He, he played Mutt Lang.
2: <laughs> oh, he played Mutt Lang?
0: Yeah. <laughs> only got a 6.6 out of 10. Did you listen to our episode about where we talked about uh, Birch Hill and Honka Bunka?
1: Probably. I listen to all your episodes. Yeah.
0: I think it might have been last week. Did you go to any of those shows? No. The
1: Starland I'd been to.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, that became, that was Hunkabunker.
1: Yeah. I was never there when it was Hunkabunker
0: though. Me neither. I've I've never been there.
1: When did it switch over to the Starland? In the 90s, right?
0: Mm, Maybe not even.
2: Trying to type with a rubber band wrapped around my finger. It was a nice trip down memory lane.
1: It it was interesting that website you guys found with the um all the old shows and stuff.
0: Yeah, the set lists and everything they had the the um the set lists. Yeah. Mm, it doesn't say twenty five hundred person capacity. I didn't realize it was that big. Me either. Twenty five hundred? Two thousand three. It became Starlight Ballroom. Wow. It was Hunkabunka until 1987 to 2003,
2: Hunkabunker really? Ballroom. I
0: didn't. I didn't even know that. It was the Journey Mill Inn from 62 to 82, and Willie's from
2: 82 to 87.
1: Huh. I don't think I ever went to Hunkabunker.
2: No, I didn't. The only Jersey place I ever knew was uh, the Pony.
1: Yeah, or the Wonder Bar.
2: Yeah, I I wasn't familiar with the Wonder Bar, coming from New York. Um, was Asbury Lane's doing shows back then or no?
1: When in the early 2000s? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I didn't know. Punk rock. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, and the saint. Oh, the saint. Yeah. Yeah. I think, didn't the saint just sell? Yeah. I think it closed and then reopened as something. Uh, The, (coughs) the rumor I heard was that somebody wanted to develop it. right? Yeah. Reopen it it. as sort of like an homage to what it, Was in the -hmm. heyday. I've been to
1: a couple shows at the Saint.
0: They knocked down the Brighton not too long ago. Yeah, I played there. Oh, yeah, I went to that show. That was like, remember, there was like a torrential downpour. Oh, yeah. That was crazy.
1: There used to be a a big venue, like, um, not where the headliner is, but like on that island there. There used to be a venue there. Everyone, it was before my time, but everyone used to talk all the big acts, used to go there.
0: That's uh-huh. what Belmar.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's still Neptune, but yeah, on your way into Belmar. Um, then they knocked it down when they built that that island and made the um, uh,
2: the, the townhouse
1: out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, it was before the bridge they built.
3: Yeah, when they had the like the old bridge, the drawbridge. Well,
1: when's your band gonna play the pony?
2: I don't know. I quit. Oh really? yeah, I don't know. He's that. a solo act now yeah we we played um we played the pony about four or five times <laughs> nice um, yeah, they wanted to do they wanted to do covers as
1: okay. well as
2: the originals, all right, but that meant playing like these long cover gigs yeah and, and I'm not down for that. <laughs> A gig, and it's like
0: we're gonna play one original song at the end after playing yeah. all these.
2: And uh, don't forget to um, the, the dinner specials are the Villa <laughs> Sabuco, and, and please be kind to your waitress, you know. That remember to tip your waitress. Yep, I, I don't want to hear like I don't want to hear silverware clacking, I don't want to play any place where yeah, you know, you got to set up in front of the waitress station. I, I I did that 40 years ago. Yeah. I'm 61 now. I, I'm i beyond that. Yeah. You want to play where
0: people came to see a band.
2: Right. That's it. And
0: <laughs> not, I, I, oh, we're having um, tilapia tonight over yeah. at Francesco's, and there happens to be a band playing.
2: Can you keep it down a little bit? Yeah. No. The salad that, bar is can you, open. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> can you turn down the air conditioning? It's cold in here.
2: That's, that's not for me. And, it, you know, they thought I was being like a prima donna. Well, I get it. I, you know... That's, that's, I, I miss playing music with people, but that's too big of a come down for me. I'm not doing that.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's easier to get gigs in our area here on along the Jersey shore.
2: Oh yeah. Everybody wants to hear the same yep. 35 songs. Yeah, that, and It's gotta be hard as a, what, what was a six piece band at yeah. that, towards end You're not going to make any money. And they
0: want know. two guys, two guys with acoustic guitars and bare feet.
2: The other thing is, it's pathetic. We're in our 60s. Right. No, but I don't want to see a bunch of 60-year-old people up there playing bad versions of cover <laughs> songs. I don't. Yeah. So if I don't want to see it, who who wants to see and this? You're, and you're the guy in the band. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You haven't heard of a little band called Vinyl Traction. <laughs> so I uh,
2: I have a pretty strong opinion on the topic. Anyway, so one night I just quit. I right. I get it. I and get they were it. all just sort of like, really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I I I quit. They're like, oh well, we're screwed now. Are they still playing together? Or? I think they are. Yeah. You know, they we had just taken on a keyboard player that sings. Oh, okay. And he was kind of like, I would say that he was like the nail in the coffin for me. Oh. Because that'll happen. It was sort of like I could see the way the band was going and it was getting like this guy was kind of cheesy and uh, I don't want to be a part of this. Right, right, right. Let's play Sweet Caroline. <laughs> yeah, so it's like.
1: Coming up next, Build Me Up Buttercup. Oh.
2: And then Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. You guys have a good time. All the success to you. Here's Born to Run by yeah, find, a, oh find a guitar
0: player and go do your thing. Yeah. Those acts are, you know, the one guy or two guys with acoustic guitar. Yeah. You could throw a dart into a crowd and and every time yeah. you hit one of those guys. It oh, just, my God. Because there's little bars all up and down the shore. You know, Justin Keen. well, Keensburg, not so much. But up and down the shore, there's dozens and dozens of bars. And like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, they all have some guy like that playing yep. outside on a stool. But yep. Here's
1: the thing I don't understand, right? When, like, when we were coming up and we turned 21 and we were going to bars when there was bands, right? Yeah. There were still bands on the radio, like bands. Yeah. Right? So if it was a cover band, they would play new stuff and old stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it mixed in. It wasn't always acoustic, right? But it yeah. made sense. Nowadays, it's all electronica type, like, the yeah. What are you going to play, in the Imagine
0: Dragons? <sighs>
1: Right. Like, you can't do that live. Like, what are you going to have, like, a a DJ up there with a guy singing? Like, it...
0: Yeah. Bar A used to have um, good bands, like, a Beat the Clock. They have, like, the Nerds or somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or uh, 90s Night, actually. I was telling you about them. You ever seen them, 90s Night? No. They play more up this way, but they're playing... I don't know if they already... I think they might have already played down at the... uh, There's, like, a little pavilion down there. But they're good. They play all... 90s cover songs, but they play them in like sort of like a pop punk cover. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, they're they're good. I mean, they're really good, and they're they're like you know they're my age. They're like in their early 30s.
2: That's the cutoff. Yeah, you you got to be in your 30s, otherwise, I I don't want to see you playing covers.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I I mean, I don't mind cover bands here and there. I'm not gonna go out to see a cover band now.
2: Right. Yeah, it's. I used to,
1: you know. But you were going to the bar anyway for other reasons. Yeah. You know? Now, if I'm going to go see a band, I want to go to, like, The Pony and Sue show, you know? Yeah,
2: I wanna, yeah exactly. Yeah. it's somebody you know or somebody you've heard of. Or, Girl,
1: if I, or if I go to a bar and there happens to be an acoustic guy, I'll listen to him. I like that. But I don't want to see a band up there doing covers when I'm out to dinner.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you go out to dinner, there's going to be unexpected music no matter what, whether it's yeah. playing out of the speakers or is there some
2: guy. Yeah. So right. It's like, you know, as long as they're decent. Yeah, uh, I ran an ad in Craigslist. I said, let me put my, let me just put an ad. I put like singing guitarist looking. Yeah. And I put, uh, so that was my title. And then I put um, something in there. You're really
1: showing your age putting it on Craigslist.
2: Well, (laughs) I mean, I don't know what other venues. I'm sure
1: sure Facebook would do it.
2: Oh, Facebook? Yeah, Yeah, I don't have Facebook. Wow. So I got a couple of responses, but it's all people that want to do an acoustic thing. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, that's not for me, man. <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> I have not sunk that low in my life yet.
1: Yet. So so you're saying there's a chance you're going to get there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so.
2: And I have this other friend that... Um, he uh, he also invited me to come down and do that. Like, he's got something like that going. And I'm like, I didn't know what to say. Like, to Try probably, it out. Maybe you like it. No, so, so hokey.
0: Yes. You know? I don't know. Like, how do you, like, you know, like the, the false enthusiasm while playing acoustic
2: music. I know. You know. Which can be, you know, acoustic music can be whatever, but. You know what that's good for? You're sitting around in the backyard and you got a fire going and you've had three or four beers and you want to get the band. You want to like get somebody who doesn't sing singing Born to Run or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone who's not in a band. It's like, come on, I'll strum the chords. And, right. And and you just it's like a, a fun. Yeah. yeah, It's like a t- show.
1: Right. Yeah, more it's than not, a music. Right. You know, it's
2: not a performance. It's, right.
1: It's a show. So there used to be this one guy. He did, um, and it it may work for you. I don't know, but he he would at home. He would record every instrument. Oh yeah, for the song, right? And then he would set up the full setup: drums, guitar, yeah. keyboard, or whatever. And each song, he would move to a different one. And the backing music that he played, it was just him. The backing music he would play was something he recorded at home, but yeah. for each song, he'd move to...
2: Another instrument. And
1: he was like a one-man show, but he was the whole band at the same time. That's you know, cool. He's like Prince yeah, out there, cool. you know?
2: Well, that's what I did. I mean, I recorded all the, the right. tracks. Yeah,
1: so you could do that and just
2: be a one-man show and no, not have I, to deal
1: with people or a hokey keyboard player.
2: I, I don't know. I don't miss it that bad. <laughs>
0: get a get a looper pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Those but, are huge right now, like the one-man yeah.
2: looper looper pedal guy.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I like I said, I don't miss it that that much because you got to let go at a certain point. Yeah, you know it's like what is, you can't you can't be thirty when you're sixty. You could try. You can. I'm Crush, like crushing
0: got, a lot of dreams right now, Rob. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah There's got. a lot of thirty-one-year-olds. Uh oh. Yeah,
2: I mean. Uh, as long as you can keep your dignity doing it, you know, that to me, that's the thing. And everybody's got their own idea of what that is. Like for me, I could feel my dignity slipping away in that scenario. Yeah. And, and, and that was, that's my criteria. It's not, not everybody's criteria. Right. So um, it'll happen. Uh, I don't know. What we
1: gotta do is get you off a of Bandcamp and put you onto Amazon. So we, oh we, yeah, and iTunes, so we can actually listen to your music without being on a website.
2: Oh, oh, you can. Um, I can, I can just send it to you. Yeah. Nobody does that anymore. Oh <laughs> yeah, because then it's gotta be like
0: on your phone in oh. some sort of. uh, I
1: don't even know how to put music on my phone either. I
0: wouldn't know how to play a song through my so phone just what, like a What does
2: it have to be on like Spotify or something like that? Or? Spotify, Amazon. All right, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. I think you can just uh, like self
1: publish, upload it like you yeah. Would with yeah, a, um,
0: it's probably like a podcast where you go, you have like a host, and then it'll distribute out to whatever. Yeah, yeah that's all do. Um, yeah. Should do you could do like live streams, play music live on a live stream. Oh yeah,
1: get a Facebook yeah, live that, stream going. That's
0: too much effort. You just put <laughs> your phone on a tripod.
1: Yeah, just put your <laughs> phone up and go for it. <laughs>
0: no, you had something like this, you could stream the
2: audio. Yeah, so you get like high quality audio.
1: Well, you know what you could do if you do a live stream? You What's could that? do covers. People would love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what song I've been dying to do? American Girl by Tom Petty.
3: Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> she was an <laughs> American girl. <laughs>
2: but a full acoustic version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's rolling in his grave. With a ukulele. Fourth. And when he
0: does that, like, gum, gum, boom, you could, like, slap the yeah. acoustic guitar. Yeah. I oh, love God. doing that. Oh, I hate that shit. That slappy acoustic guitar thing. Yeah, like listen, that was cool in like 2006 when the first guy did it. Yeah, but now we're like 20 uh, 17 years
2: into the yeah. the acoustic guitar <laughs> slapping. It's over with, right?
1: Find something new.
2: You get you got to wear your flat brimmed hat while you're slapping Whoa. your guitar. No, it's. It, I think did, it's transformed out of that. Did I
1: send you that reel about the flat brimmed hat? Yes you're 30. You got to put down the flat brim hat. Yeah. You look like an asshole. Oh,
2: I've oh, seen man. that. Oh,
1: I love that reel.
2: The one where he says, I don't like it, but you got to wear the dad cap. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is like the in between dad hat.
1: I never understood the flat brim. Me neither.
0: Like, it, like just know. makes me think that you drink monster energy drinks all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: I think that's a prerequisite. I think they give away those hats with a case of monster <laughs> yeah
2: the, like, your name is Kyle, isn't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the flat brim that goes over the ears oh, oh. yeah hey, what is that? yeah I, I don't know. I never understood that. I always figured I was out of touch with fashion, which I usually was anyway, like yeah. by like two sizes too small so it fits over your ears or too big i mean yeah
1: i I've always been like the dad hat style baseball cap
2: yeah, I like the low slung hat, yeah. I'm more of the newsboy cap, though. I've been wearing one of those. I have I, those, yeah. Yeah, for for a long time. I have the pub hat, not a newsboy
1: hat. Like what's the pub hats.
2: What's the pub hat? Is that like a closer fitting version?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think of like an Irish guy's hat. Oh, okay. You know?
2: Like a and kangle then, hat. Y- exactly. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah kangles.
0: And
1: uh, I was wearing them, and then all the hipstery. People yeah. start working and people are Don't like, "Oh, you hate that? You're a hipster with and like I'm a like, handlebar mustache." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah, uh, gotta put this any? down for a few years
3: until <laughs> until this bad runs was, out.
2: You have any IPAs on tap? <laughs> that, that was like in back in 1986. I came back to New York, and right. um, so that was back when uh, holes in your jeans became the thing uh, fashionable for the first time. And my cousins were like, oh, wow, you you got all these great pants. It's like, yeah, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wearing these for five, ten years. <laughs> these are my only two pairs of pants. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you said it. I'm wearing these pants
1: today, like these, like, uh, I don't know what you call this style pants, but my jeans were all ripped and I had to go meet with clients today. So I was like, I can't wear these. <laughs>
2: Oh man, I want. I know what I wanted <laughs> to ask you about. Speaking of uh, peripherally related to Make a Camp, is the uh, the go kart event up in the oh, same yeah. area? Because oh, yeah. you brought the CT up there.
1: Yeah, I brought the CT seventy. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend coming next year.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: It. It. I mean, it was hot. Uh, yeah. Too hot for me. I'm not good in the heat. But it, me it, either. It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we left it like when it got real crowded and it was real hot and like there was no wind going so uh, i I left and went over the blackthorn
0: for a beer Mm -hmm. you know how far from the blackthorn is it oh two minutes oh yeah um what do you go past the blackthorn yeah go past the
1: blackthorn it's up on your right i
0: think i remember seeing signs for go-karts yeah it's not like an operating no no he
1: opens it up for this one day a year
0: you'd think that he would like you know
2: maybe like reopen it
1: I would assume the juice ain't worth the squeeze.
2: There must be some sort of liability insurance and stuff like that. They got like a water park and shit up there. There's got to be tourists who could.
1: Yeah, maybe. But maybe the liability outshines. Seems a
0: little irresponsible to be owning a business and not having it open. He bought it for the building. Personally.
1: He uses the building. Hmm. So I don't know what's in that building, but that's why he bought it. But, you know, it's a lot of fun. People come up with, like, um, handmade go-karts or mm-hmm. they bought a go-kart and fixed it up.
2: Or Did you have know. to sign a release?
1: No, but rumor is you're going to have to next year. Um,
0: yeah, it's like everything. The more more people start mm-hmm. showing up and then... The- yeah, I
1: expected, like, 20 people to show up total and maybe five carts. And that was, like, I'd say, if not 100, close to 100 people. Wow. Yeah, it's too many. I'm not going. A lot of vehicles um, that people had brought. Like I walked around and counted, but like there's a building in like in the middle, right? The parking lot is on one side, and there's two sides you can enter the track on either side of the building, and then there's like pit row is on the opposite. So there's no real way to look everywhere. Like people still had their things in their car or went or took their go kart out to their car to get water or something. Mm. So there was no real way to count, but I counted. I don't know. Over thirty, Yeah. but I may have counted a couple twice by walking around or something. So, mm. not well, everything was really operational either. So,
2: I'd like to build a go kart. Me too. Who any any go karts impress you? Um. Yeah. Who had the
0: fastest go kart? That's what I want to know. This guy
2: Art Clements. <laughs>
1: um, he runs Clements small engine on.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I saw him tagged. Yeah.
1: Um. He's like the. I don't know, like the main guy for this go-kart event.
2: What kind of motor was he using?
1: He, he had two motors on his. Oh, shit. One wow. for each back wheel, yeah. And it was uh, pretty impressive.
0: I'm telling you, I want to find a wrecked Hayabusa. <laughs> and put that 1300cc or whatever it is motor back there.
2: You, you could. I mean, just at like a 650 single is probably <laughs> like be out of control
0: fast. I want to not, never hook up. Like, I just want the tires to spin until they explode.
1: So before you spend that kind of money for this event, if you are going to build one, which I highly recommend, um, this track is tiny. I uh, The CT70, I, I put it in one gear and just in second gear, and I couldn't even wind it up before I had a hmm. break for a turn. Like, it's tiny. So you can do a 600cc Hayabusa and, and, and go right through the tires and into the woods if you want.
0: Sounds like fun too. I'm gonna need a good helmet.
1: Yeah. I got one for you.
0: Do people wear helmets?
1: You have to, yeah. Oh. Yeah. At one point when we when we had left, somebody had rolled theirs. Really? Luckily they were wearing a helmet, yeah. There was this pair of guys and I didn't meet them. I don't know, but they had like um two I I wanna say identical, but they weren't, but like two of the same similar. Yeah. And those guys, when they got out there, they were racing each other and they were drifting into corners and they were going. Did they have like Briggs with? and Stratton motors in there? Yeah, pretty much everyone mean? has a Briggs and Stratton motor.
0: Yeah, that predator is like, that's like the go to. Yeah, I, I used to watch twelve. on YouTube a uh, two guys, I forget the name of it, and they would, um, I don't even know how I got onto this channel, but they would like build go karts and they would build these crazy, it was really cool. Yeah. And There's they had a, like a track, a dirt track.
1: Like if, If you go to Harbor Freight, there is a racing predator motor that you buy, and they have racing kits and all different stuff. And you go on YouTube, and there's different ways to port and yeah. Yeah, I think they're like
0: 15 horsepower or something. Wow, yeah, Yeah. they're pretty nuts. Yeah, tuned exhaust.
1: Yeah, I want to build a cycle cart. That's what I want to do. What's that? I've been talking
0: about it for a few years. Yeah. So what is that? Chris sent that video.
1: So a cycle cart is you take a motorcycle engine like you like what you were saying, and you use, like, uh, the taller motorcycle wheels or, like, it basically harkens back to, like, the old-school race cars of, like, the 20s. Yeah, it reminded me of, like, the Roadster
0: it. that Chris has. Right,
1: right. It's smaller. It, yeah, you build it around that, and it has, like, the big wire wheel um, uh, tires on it from rims. Yeah, um, And it's built—some people are building them now with the Predator motors because— I mean, what else do you need? You know, for $130, you can get a pretty fast car. And it, if it blows up, you pay another 130 bucks and drop it right in. But it's just a cool shape. It gives that, that 1920s car look. Mm-hmm. You can make it out of wood, too. You can make it out of wood, metal, fiberglass. I want to build one. So I want to buy a cart so I have all the components. And then just build the body around it. Right, so you can get the, the, the chassis. Yeah, yeah, I want to the- buy the chassis.
2: Cha- that that would be the thing to do. That would sort of like make it fun and and accessible. You buy the chassis, and so you have a rolling chassis, and then you right. just sort of kit it out. We got a MIG welder right over there. Yeah, I I don't know enough about geo- the geometry of me, for a go kart. There's either. not much.
1: You know, my problem is I want to build it and I want to do it. And you saw like the ones they have. I have it in my head what I want to build, and it, it's a little different than the ones you saw. Where am I going to ride it around my house?
2: you like, got a big yard.
1: Yeah. I have one acre. It's not that yeah. big. So what am I going to do with it for the rest of the year? Like one day a year? Like it's yeah. like, eh.
0: you throw a tarp over it in the garage and, and stub your toe on it when you're trying to work. Yeah, it. Right. And then it's just going
1: to be a <laughs> hindrance for me. Yeah. But I do want to build it. Cause I think it'd be fun. And I honestly think if I had a, a, a chassis, I could do it in, in two weekends maybe.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it wouldn't be nice, but it, w- it would look cool.
0: What's it take to get it street legal?
2: <laughs> a lot more than blinkers,
0: <laughs> you
2: probably need a windscreen. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know. They got some of those things that those three wheelers and stuff people drive around that don't uh, have. Yeah, I wonder
1: just do what Ed did and make it a pedal car. I was, I was gonna just say, put the motor
0: in. That's what I was thinking. Whatever happened to Ed's pedal car? I haven't seen any. It, did, did it move with, in the move? I don't know if it made the move or not. Oh, wow. Uh, I never saw it, like, in operation.
1: Yeah, he did a reel or two about it, and then he, he took it apart for the move, and I don't know what happened with it after that.
3: Mm.
1: Would have been cool up at the track now. Yeah.
0: I just got an email from Jill over at RT. Yeah. They officially did a podcast. They did. Well, wow, yeah. congratulations to them. I think she said they released it. I'll have to.
1: Now you got to go out there and record
2: with them. Just uploaded our first podcast.
1: That's those guys, right? Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Edge Bander and. Watch you going to go to Falling Water
1: when you get out there?
2: I'd love to go to Falling Water one day. I don't hmm. know. If, didn't yeah. they say it's real far yeah. from there? I, that was the thing I asked. It's it's not as close as. Is that. They're near like Harrisburg. So oh, Harrisburg like
1: middle, is a day trip. Falling Water is not. Yeah. That's like, like almost day to Ohio. Come back. Yeah.
2: You've been there? No, I uh, want
1: to. I was going to tag along if you were going to Falling Water.
2: Yeah, because there's, there's actually another, it's Knob something or something Knob, which is another Frank Lloyd Wright yeah. uh, site that you could kind of piggyback onto if you go out to Falling Water. The other thing about Falling Water I've heard is, the you know, it takes so long to get there because... The roads are small. Like you get to a certain point yeah, where you're yeah. taking all these back roads. Yeah.
1: When I was in college, the dean of my like school that I was in, the school of engineering, he was a big Frank Lloyd Wright guy, and we had to study everything was Frank Lloyd Wright. He held them on this high pedestal, and you know, as a 20 year old, you're like, screw you, you know. They took a trip out there. I was like, I'm not going with that. You know, <laughs> I, I got to go to work. You know, I'm not one of these rich kids. And uh, now I wish that I had taken all that Frank Lloyd Wright stuff in and. Like uh, yeah. kind of grabbed hold of it. Now that I know more about him, I'm like, eh.
0: yeah, he's got some cool stuff. I mean,
2: there was a, it, like a lot of his stuff has failed. Yeah. But, but he was um, pushing the boundaries. Yeah. That was the thing he didn't, yeah. you know, it was like, I got the ideas, you know, if, if material science can't keep up with me, you know, that's yeah, that's not my fault.
1: His concrete stuff is cool.
2: But I think they've kind of, um, rehabbed falling water in particular yeah, it was closed for a couple of years. Yeah.
1: It, it's a museum though, right? I, mean, I think you, so. Yeah, yeah you it's take not tours. A, it was a private residence for a while. and then
2: Yeah, now you, you book
0: tours and walk through. Nakashima too. Still haven't gone to Nakashima. <laughs> yeah. Park Yeah, it was just at Gamble House. Oh, yeah? Green and green Gamble House. Yeah. Wow. Where is that? Colorado? No. Um, I thought it was in the
2: Midwest. I don't know. Frank Lloyd Wright's got a lot of stuff in the in, uh, Oak Park suburbs of Chicago too. Oh yeah. wait, no. It when isn't. I
1: lived in Chicago, I probably should have went to him, but I didn't Yeah,
2: it is in Pasadena.
0: Yeah.
1: Which one? The the Green and Greenhouse? Gamble yeah. House,
0: yeah. I mean look at those doors. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Like who like the the billionaires
1: today are the multimillionaires, right? Yeah. Who's building their, their their houses now? Like, who do we not know about?
0: Joe like, Schmo? Are They're they not, famous? No. Are they just
1: cookie cutter? Like, yeah. are these They're, billionaires not hiring people like that? Is that just the lost art? It's it just is. Throw up a cookie cutter house and let's move on? Well, in? it's
2: like it's gadgets. Now it's not craftsmanship to that degree. It's it's a house that's got. Gadgets,
1: But there's got to be some millionaire out there, right? Or billionaire yeah. who says, I want.
2: I want to hire these craftsmen to work on my yeah. house for the next five or six years.
1: Yeah, there's got to be somebody. I mean, they have that kind of money.
2: They do, but they don't have that kind of patience and they don't have that kind of taste. Well, the taste thing. Yeah. Um, I I haven't. If there is somebody even wanting a house like that, I haven't heard of it.
1: Well, I want to know, is there somebody out there who can do that
2: now? Sure. Or, yeah? Yeah, why not?
1: I don't know. I think uh, most architects now just do the structure and then an oh, interior designer. I mean, there's like, somebody
2: who can design it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like design, uh, like a full, I thought like, you meant like the green and green it guys off, like did us. the house or the building and all the furnishings inside, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Everything, they went right all the down decorations. Yes. The decorations, everything. Frank Lloyd Wright, same way. And yeah. who's the other guy? Um whatever. But they did everything. Now that's like, it's not done that way. Like no. there's gotta be somebody out there doing that for somebody. Yeah. And we just don't know about it. And it's going to come up 20 years from now that they died. And Oh, look at all the houses they did for so-and-so. And you're like, Oh, that person had that house. You didn't even know, you know, like they're working through that, that, that upper echelon of people. Yeah. I, but I wonder if it, it may not be happening. I don't I mean, know. The
2: last guy I know of that was doing like, I'll say weird stuff was like Guggenheim and. And when was that? That was a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, decades.
1: Yeah. I mean like now, is there somebody now?
2: Well, I think it's such a, um, uh,
0: not undesirable. Isn't the word, but it's such. Yeah. That people just don't know. Like there, there's definitely people out there who are doing these full design builds, architects or whatever. Um, but. Nobody cares, so
2: that's why mm-hmm. you don't know, because nobody's talking about it.
1: Yeah. It's a throwaway culture nowadays, yeah.
2: too. I, I don't know if there's anybody who's doing, like, original designs, like Frank Lloyd Wright was doing and the, and the Greens were doing. They're sort of using already established motifs yeah. in these, you know, sprawling estates.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like everything. Everything's been done. Even when those guys were doing it, it had all been done. Mm-hmm. You know, the greens were taking war, yeah. Asian style stuff, right. and, and putting it in front of people who had never seen it before.
1: It's like George Nakashima. He was no, not George. Um who's the other guy? Maloof. He's like, I'm not a good woodworker. I'm just a good advertiser.
0: You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. He was rubbing elbows with a lot of <laughs> a lot of um, socialites.
1: Yeah. And he he I mean, he hired photographers and he knew they worked at magazines like he he, he went about it like I'm going to weasel my way in. Wasn't that he was making yeah. the coolest stuff, but
2: he was more like an Andy Warhol than. a Correct. Yeah. Than a Nakashima. Mm-hmm. Or- Nakashima was, you know,
0: friends with a lot of people like that, too. Mm-hmm. Though, I mean, you have to be if. If you want to sell art furniture, you have to be friends with other artists and people who buy, buy that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, it's you got to uh, have an in.
2: Uh, you probably experienced this, too, working in, in uh, you know, where you did in the food business. Like when I worked out in San Francisco at this caterer, when I started there, you know, it was, we were sort of like one of a handful of caterers who did some stuff. You know, some high-level stuff. But then you do one or two events, and you become the sort of like the it thing, you know? And so it's like, oh, the San Francisco Opera is having a gala. Well, who do they hire? Well, not me, but the company. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Rob's catering. So that's how I, you know, was exposed to all that stuff. I just happened to be there at the time when, you know, the blue-haired ladies who lunch... Picked that caterer.
1: I'm sure it's the same thing with what you guys do in your furniture stuff, too. You know? You get in with a couple groups of people and then repeat customers
3: and
0: oh, word yeah. of mouth. It's yeah. the same for everything. The, you, yeah. know, you know, the circle's pretty small. It's not, you know... For what you guys do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. not um, to say that, 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 stuff, the, yeah. that the market isn't isn't large, but, like, the people that we do work for typically... When a new client contacts us, they're connected somehow to somebody else. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not yeah. like a totally random event. A
2: couple of degrees of separation. That's yeah.
0: how my day
1: job is. There's like I don't know. I've been doing this thing for twenty years, and it's the same fifty people <laughs> I run into every day yeah. in my industry. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, you're you're at such and such company. You used to be here, here, and here. You know? It's, yeah. It's, it's the same people, just the names change. You know, mm-hmm. company names change. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What's the deal with consumer cellular? We mean. They're the like,
1: fourth largest. Uh, no, it, that's U.S. cellular.
2: Like I see their commercials now and they say they've got all this yeah, they, great they're the coverage fourth largest and carrier it's super it, cheap. And, is it true?
1: Yeah, they're the fourth largest carrier in America.
0: Who's the largest? Is not T-Mobile?
1: Probably, yeah. Because T-Mobile has bought Sprint, Metro. Um, Boost? Yeah, they, they don't own Boost. They oh, host
0: okay. Boost. We got a Boost and a T Mobile. It's not T Mobile, but it's something T Mobile. What's it called? In Keensburg. There's a Boost mobile place right up here. Mm. and Metro the, by T Mobile? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Metro so PCS. So Metro used to be Metro PCS.
1: Yeah. Now it's Metro by T Mobile.
0: Only the good cell phone stores
2: yeah. in yeah. Keensburg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Burn, you need a burner account? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what they're known for. Like Boost is all burner phones. And, yeah. Um, but next that's we'll
2: a, be getting
0: a Cricket wireless. <laughs> uh, no, you won't. Not
1: where you're at. Um, but yeah, US Cellular. I mean, it it's real, but I don't know how their network is done. Yeah. Um, we don't do any of that work. Supposedly okay. they have their own network, but I'm pretty sure they're piggybacked off Verizon.
2: That's that's what I thought they were piggybacking. because yeah, like a boost.
1: Co- like a boost piggybacks off of uh, T-Mobile.
2: Okay. Um. Because they sort of tout that in their commercial. What? That they've got the same coverage and they, they, they're they cheaper because they don't actually own the... Yeah. Yeah, but when
0: you they have... They don't own the towers. When I have Verizon and you have Consumer, isn't the Verizon person getting priority on the network or no?
1: I don't think that's legal.
2: Huh. Because huh. I have
0: Verizon. They, do they lease them like a certain amount of, I don't know if it's called bandwidth. It but- is called bandwidth, yeah. So they lease some X amount of bandwidth.
2: Yeah. So
1: like on a site and I, I'm, I'm not too privy on the U S cellular and Verizon situation, but like there used to be a, a network called um, first net and it was uh, for first responders. Okay. And that ran on um, AT&T's network. And so every antenna structure may have up to four antennas. So they just removed one of their antennas and put up a first net antenna. So that antenna had the same coverage at all the same sites, but it was linked to FirstNet, so only that antenna could go out for the first responders. I don't know if Verizon does that for a U.S. cellular. If one of their antennas in an array is just for that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, probably not. I don't know. Um, I don't get into the RF side. I'm more on the structural side. Yeah, but um, I mean, it, a lot it, of the antennas it, are the different frequencies. So, so you have like your two dot five, your eight fifty, whatever you know. So it's a different frequency per antenna.
2: Like if Verizon owns all these things, it, at one point it has to be sort of against their interests, their self preservation to lease out too much of their stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand yeah, the, the a business point, model. You know,
1: um, it's really how many calls are each, each tower going to take? You know, nice. so if U.S. Cellular is only two uh, percent of the Populations has got us cellular 2% of Verizon traffic who cares I'm getting paid I by see. us cellular when if they didn't have us cellular they're going to go to t-mobile and that's my direct competitor at least I, I can see. collect a portion of that 2% money so not really like the boost mobile I mean that it, it's a different market you know like somebody somebody like me who wants the phone with all the features mm-hmm. I'm going to go on unknown carrier right i'm not going to get a us cellular i'm not going to get a boost mobile right i want my phone to work when i need it to work for work so it's different you know it's a different clientele so they're Mm -hmm. still getting a portion of that money and depending on how they structure their lease with that company they may just be getting a flat rate regardless of what us cellular makes
0: so when's the 5g going to take over and kill us all (laughs) <laughs> um, hold on That's let me check question. my countdown <laughs> I have that
1: countdown here
0: um, 30 seconds from now yes. yeah
1: yeah. T-, T minus 4 days and 3 we don't know when this is coming out so I can't tell you the exact time 6G yeah there's no 6G
0: the 5G is just a warm up when the 6G hits
1: yeah 5G is uh, got some issues
0: yeah makes sense New, newer technology
1: well, it's the um. We don't have to get into. It. <laughs> well,
0: you want to give out the secrets of the deadly five G?
1: Oh, it's not deadly. It's just. Uh, did you get your vaccine? <laughs>
0: <laughs> My cell reception's been great since that booster shot. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you didn't get your booster shot, that's that. That's the one that makes it all work. That's,
0: that's why what? your cell phone's been acting up. My black BlackRock booster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh. I don't know. 5G is weird. Then they have this thing called 5G millimeter wave, which is lightning fast, like ridiculously fast, but you pretty much have to be line of sight to the antenna Uh and it'll move gigs in a second. But
0: aren't they uh like, they're starting to put like, I don't know what they would be called, like boosters on like telephone poles or something. Yeah, they're called small
1: cells.
0: Yeah. Yep. It's like a little jumper. It'll jump it back to the tower
1: yeah i mean they've been trying to do that for years since i started in the industry these little like boxes they have like these little antennas and they're like oh we could put one on every telephone pole and they all link back to one hub they've been trying to do it for years it's it's almost impossible hmm. to do it so now they have these small cell networks which are smaller i mean they're bigger than those antennas but they're smaller than what you see on a tower yeah cause those and, things are freaking huge those yeah, towers yeah and they're putting those up um Pretty much everywhere now, and that's what's going to carry it moving forward.
0: What's, like, the height that, like, one of those towers needs to be? Like, where do the antennas need to be off of, like, the ground?
1: That depends. on, um,
0: Like, in a city, I'm guessing it's got to be higher. N-
1: no, not always. Sometimes they want to be around 60 feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of the towers are, uh, like, the monopoles that you see are, like, 120 to the top. And, it, I mean, it depends on the uh, the like the topographical area that you're in obviously as to how high they want to be, but it's not like, uh, like a, like a radio wave where they want to be at the top to spread it as far because they need to be at a certain height where your phone can transmit back to it too, you know? Mm. So if you go too high, it's not that good. Right. So, um, in, in New York, we do what's called vertical layering. So we turn the antennas on their side and point them up at the skyscrapers. Hmm. Um, just to get those.
0: So, so the people in the skyscraper can it can go down. It goes down. Oh wow! Yeah.
2: How much do you get for leasing your property to one of those big tall things?
1: Not as much as you think.
2: Yeah, because maybe I put one in my backyard.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> you have to get a variance. <laughs> Remember when we tried they to get would a shed? Do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So years ago,
0: they it, it used to be. Um, that's funny. They're yeah. like, yeah, thirty feet from the back and fifteen from the side. It's like, okay, that's inside the house. <laughs> yeah, years ago,
1: it, it it used to be a profitable venture to yeah. have one around. Now it could just be a nuisance for you from what they're paying. Oh, I see. Um, but uh, Jeff, uh, that was funny. But most towns in Jersey now they require uh, the first, uh, the first, like, it, like. We call them rings, right? So one search rings. So if you want to put up a tower in Kingsburg, they'll put up a search ring. Like, all right, this is the area population we want to cover. And you go out and you try and find the candidates. Well, the the zoning laws in Kingsburg may say you have to first try all public property first. Mm. So they get the lease yep. rights. So whether it's a water tower or behind the police station, they want to put up a monopole, something like that. That's like, so yeah. the variance says it has to be on public property first. So they get the they get the juice.
0: Yeah. I think that Middletown town hall might have one. Yeah, they probably do oh, over on
2: 35.
1: Yeah. So, so for it to be on on private property now is pretty rare, rare in 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 New Jersey. So um but even then like
0: so that means they're going to lower taxes when they, oh, they're getting sure. all that money. Yeah. It's, it's
1: not much money, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I mean
0: I mean it, it is providing to not be so cynical, it is providing a service to the people that live in the town. You know, we all need yeah. cell phone coverage. So, yeah, if Middletown said, "Yeah, we're going to put a cell phone tower in the corner of the park over there," it's, yeah, fucking build it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Who cares, right?
0: Yeah, I don't
2: care. I'm looking at stupid bullshit all day. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I cared seeing a tower over there. Yeah. We don't. Ha- we don't have uh, water views. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Jeff of- and I both live on on pretty good sized roads. Yeah.
1: On some of those towers, there's some big antennas up there. They don't yeah. look big to you, but they're like eight foot tall. Yeah, two foot watt. Like, uh, they're big, you know?
2: The
0: one that's kind of like behind Foodtown, Atlantic Islands, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That one seems like it's like 400 feet tall or something. I don't know. Maybe it's not cell phone, but.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe it is. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, super tall. Um, Maybe they're shooting out into the water, you know, yeah. for all the fishing boats and stuff, yeah. you know?
0: Or may, yeah, maybe mid-height, mid they got some cell phone stuff. And at the mm. top, it's radios or something. You know. It could be radio.
1: Um, it could be point-to-points, too. So, like, let's say you're, like, have you ever been driving up, like, to Maker Camp? And you look off at the mountain, and there's just a cell phone tower way up on that mountain. Well, all cell phone towers are connected to the grid. It's not like they transmit from tower to tower, right? They're all fiber-connected uh, through the ground. Okay. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's all a grid, yeah the f- fiber network is still just as important as um, the wireless is. So, so the wireless just gets it from the tower to your phone or computer or whatever you have, you know, but on top of that mountain that they may not want to trudge up fiber all the way up there, they can't. So what they'll do is a point to point microwave shot and yeah. they'll just send all the info to another tower from a microwave. But 90% of the towers are connected to the grid and not, Hardwired. Mm. Yeah, they're hardwired to the grid. It's like Wi
0: Fi in your house. Like, you know, you have your router and yeah. you have Wi Fi, but unless that router was connected to,
2: oh, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, the network itself, then it wouldn't work.
2: Right. Yep. Mm. Interesting.
1: But microwave shots are interesting. They're point to point. So it's like a microwave beam that fires all the info. And I used to do that for a company where they just would go in and move data around. So we would put up temporary microwaves all over the place and move data.
2: And That stuff's got to be line of sight.
1: All line of sight. Yeah. Interesting. If you're ever on a rooftop and you see a round antenna, don't stand in front of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, man, people are worried about five G. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even tell us about the microwaves. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, like I was doing it for one client. Um, like I worked for like a like, like a carrier, right? Like somebody has to have the FCC license to run those microwave frequencies, right? So the, like one company would, would kind of host it, but we were moving data for one company and I had to go into New York and then in New Jersey and so on and so forth to move this data. And we could only do every other site because they didn't want us to know where it was shooting Mm. in case we ever want. So I don't know what it was. They never tell you who it's for. Mm. But what they were doing is the building we started in in New York, right? Then we would shoot to another building and then leapfrog it, you know, and uh, over to the next farm that they were going to put it in. So the reason why they did it all on microwaves as opposed to just moving the server farm is they wanted to destroy the servers before they left the building so no one could get the data. So they moved it all wirelessly in like three days. So like what's the, the info
2: there? Like who visits Epstein's Island or something? Oh, we're back to this. <laughs> uh oh.
0: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Keith didn't know he was gonna get roped into this.
1: Yeah, that's exactly who hired me. No. <laughs> no. No. It is um, I, I I believe that one was some sort of Wall Street
2: mm, financial uh, records. financial record mm. situation. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's lots of stuff going on out there that we're not privy to. Yeah, but when we yeah. were doing
1: that, it was, it was, it was, I guess the majority of the roofs I go on in the five boroughs now are like apartment buildings and not that mm-hmm. fun. But when I was doing that work, I was like up on, you know, you know the famous skyscrapers and stuff like Empire State Building and all That's those. That's cool. And you go up to the top like where the observation deck is yeah. and then you go like another eight stories up. Yeah. People don't even know it goes up that much yeah. higher than what they go up to. And then there's like Just a bunch of antenna mounts up there for different communication stuff that they have up there.
2: Do you go outside?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Must be windy as hell.
1: Some of them, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's scary. I don't even like, we go up on the roof or get on the ladder here and we're like 15 feet above the ground and we're like, (laughs) easy there. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Like
1: most of the roofs I go on have parapets, right? So there's like a wall at the edge mm-hmm. of the roof, but some of them don't. And some of them skyscrapers like outside, like a, along like the big black ones that are around like a, so central park.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't have parapets. So it's just a flat walk. And then there's the cliff. If you want to end it, it's easy right now. You know? Yeah. Like I don't even have any effort when I get to the edge of that building. And that's scary, but I just kind of. Do you know, you tie off? Y- y- yes, of course. <laughs> no. I don't tie (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) off. How high are the parapet walls? Like three feet, two feet? Sometimes they're like
1: eight inches to three feet, four feet. There's some that are ten foot. Yeah, you know, Um, it depends on the building. It depends on who the architect was. Man,
0: yeah. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't. The majority of them are
1: about two eight, two foot eight inches. But now all newer buildings are higher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Two foot eight's not high
1: enough. I mean. You know, if I'm just on an apartment building like 10 stories or less, I don't even think about it. It's when you get up to the skyscrapers. But then you're on some and then you're on there and you're on the roof, right? And then there's a ladder going up the parapet or up a penthouse. And I got to get on top of the penthouse or bulkhead, depending on what it is and who you are. And then I, I have to get up there. And then and then they want to mount it on the water tank on top of that penthouse. And then I got to climb up that ladder. And when you start going up there, you start looking down. You're like, hmm, <laughs> this is rough.
2: Yeah, I'd be shitting just worried about falling from the water tower to whatever's below the water tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like the height, like, for the
0: building itself, like, standing, looking over the edge, there's, like, a point of diminishing return where it's, like, it's not scary anymore because you're at such a ridiculous height that's, like, your brain can't even comprehend. Like, when you're 40 feet up... You
1: say that, come with me to work one day. Completely different ball game. When getting out there,
0: <laughs> and the clouds are going by. It's like once you get over over thirty feet, it's all the same.
2: It's all yeah. No, no, no.
1: There's a definite change in your, especially on a windy day.
2: Oh God! Is uh, that couldn't wind pay can, me enough? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that wind can blow pretty good. But like most of the of the ladders, like we can't climb a ladder. I mean. Per the rules, we're not supposed to climb a ladder that's uh 20 foot unbroken with a landing or 20 foot without a cage. Okay. I don't measure them. Like, if it's 21 feet, I'll go. But,
0: and but those things are, like, straight up, too. It's not even yeah. like there's, like, you know, when you're on an extension ladder, at least it's kicked out at an angle. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, they're straight up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And sometimes, like, it'll be on your way up, and there's a cage at this level, and then you got to get up to this area. Of the building and then you got to walk across a roof to another area and then you get up there and you're like 30% of the way up and then you're like well now there's no cage up there Like they just stopped putting cages because yeah. no one's going to inspect it and then I'm like well I already made it this far <laughs> you know." <laughs> but in some instances I'm like no and most of these ladders are, have been put on this brick 100 yeah, years ago yeah know the rusty you know? So bolts yeah so you're climbing up and you're like that's no bolt there no bolt there one thing I would never do unless I needed to, like in all the movies that you see where people are like, "Oh, on a fire escape, you know?" I'm gonna go h- hang out and have a glass of wine. No way would I get a- unless that fire is burning and I know that there's no way for me to go through. I ain't getting on a fire escape unless I have to. Those things are yeah. the most rickety things in the world in the we, city. When
2: I was a kid, that you know, we in the summertime we put a mattress out there and sleep. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're nuts. <laughs> we,
2: that, that's part of like the, you know, when you don't know any better, like I yeah. never heard of anybody like Spire escape collapsing.
1: Yeah. I, I, I've been doing this for like 20 years and, and back then I used to take a lot more risks than I do. Like now if I see something sketchy, I'm just like, I'm not doing it. You have mm-hmm. to hire a climber for that. Yeah. I'm I'm not doing it. I don't have any tie off gear or nothing. Um, but back in the day, it used to be like, you have to get into this building and get the work done. And when I used to be, um, I used to be paid per site, right? So if I didn't, it, like I could drive all the way into the city, find, I could get to the site, spend two hours trying to get in and not get in. So if I don't get in, I don't get paid. So
3: yeah.
1: I make my way into that building, whether it's climbing up that fire escape from that building, <laughs> doing this, doing that. And, there was- and what
2: do you do when you get up to the top? Of where you're going.
1: I measure it, make a design. Okay. Yeah. That was a rare, those instances where yeah. you have to kind of finagle your way onto the right roof.
2: But that's the goal is to get a, a measured drawing of the location.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm one of the guys. surprised they
0: don't do that with like a helicopter now. And just drive by with some kind of like LiDAR and just scan it and buzz on out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd be out of a job.
0: They give <laughs> Keith seventeen dollars <laughs> a day.
2: <laughs> Once you deduct tolls and taxes, um, don't forget a four dollar per diem.
1: So you could probably use that stuff, but like these buildings are old, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, over a hundred years old. And so plus, like,
0: if they're lower than the rest of the skyline, you know, you can't get a helicopter. In that. Yeah,
1: but I mean, even if you went up to the roof, right, and you took like a lidar machine, you just had somebody put it down and let it scan the roof and walk away. That's not going to get you the cracks in the parapets. And mm. What is the makeup of the wall? What's on the other side of that wall? If there's something under it is it, a like if you're attaching to a bulkhead, what's on the inside? Can you even through bolt Like there's a lot of stuff.
2: So you got to make sure it's suitable to build on. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People's lives are at stake, you know, the thing's 60 foot up in the air.
2: Yeah. Any you of your towers collapse?
1: Um... I, there was one that collapsed. Yeah. Um, it wasn't part of us. They built it. Uh, they were in construction and it didn't collapse. It wasn't a tower, but one of my sites, it was in construction and they put everything up and they, it, it was supposed to be built with kickbacks. So, so like there's a mast coming up off the parapet wall and it was supposed to have kickbacks in, but, um, in order to do the kickbacks, they had to get the landlord roofer and, the carrier that wanted to do it said, I need this thing on air tomorrow. And the antenna guys who were installing it were like, we can't, it's not built yet. And they're like, the mast's up, put the antennas up. So they put the antennas up without the kickbacks into the roof mm. because the roofer wasn't there. Hurricane came through. And luckily it fell inwards to the roof and not outwards. Mm. So. so it was a
0: couple
2: of... Extenuating circumstances. Yeah, Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Another example of the corporate uh, elites looking out for the little guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That doesn't. God bless them all.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Verizon. Yeah, at Verizon we care. (laughs) Get up, get up that ladder. (laughs) (laughs) That was many years ago. That it was just like a preschool playground underneath on the other side.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, that one some was, nuns were having a bake sale on the sidewalk but, for yeah. deaf children so you know they wouldn't even hear it coming
0: yeah
1: we get a lot of crazy things like everyone's like oh the engineer always over engineers things and this works i've done it before you know and they, and they do it and then you're like well the structural says that fails you know and they're like well i've done it before i've done it on 30 other sites well it's great but that's not mm-hmm. per code so right. tear it out and redo it And they're like i'm not doing that you know there's the argument back and forth like, i can't sign off i can do- you know all that crap. Like and the
0: code is written to for it to work. If this goes wrong, this goes wrong, this goes wrong, and this goes wrong, it still will hold. Yeah. Whereas we you have did five
1: it, inches of ice on it right. during a blizzard. You, you know? did it
0: that way, and none of these things went wrong. So.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. We have like this thing with everyone likes to use Unistrut because it's easy, right? It's got all the holes. I don't need to drill. I don't have to measure nothing. I just go up there, I clamp it to. Well, Unistrut for our purposes has to be up against the wall and they don't realize it and they'll span it between two masks. I'm like, it's not structural. You can't do it. Like there's holes all through. That's not how that works. You know? And they're like, well, I've been using this for years. I'm like, yeah, it's not passing. So.
0: My Homer bucket full of Ryobi tools says otherwise. (laughs) Right.
1: Right. It's essentially that. Yeah. When
2: I tighten this down with my Ryobi impact driver, (laughs) it's never going to move. That's right. It's kind like of yeah, yeah, yeah. like
1: having an airbag in your car. You never want to use it, but yeah. if you do hit something, you know,
0: right.
3: like
1: if if you do have a hundred mile an hour wind with five inches of ice on that antenna, you're going to want it to stay.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. A, so it doesn't kill somebody and B, so you don't have to go up there and rebuild it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of extra put into it, but there's a reason for each
2: extra. Oh yeah. No kidding. I mean, it's not something you want to fool around with. It's like, you know, you don't go buy the cheapest motorcycle helmet you can find. Right. (laughs) You you buy the best one. Is this the best motorcycle (laughs) helmet made? That's the one for me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. Did you see that a couple of years ago? I don't know how many, probably 10, 15 years ago. At exit 98 on the parkway, they had that monopole.
2: No, I don't know it. So there's
1: a monopole right there at exit 98, and we the had one that it. looks like a tree. No, this one's red and white. It's a did they police pole. No, so they were welding at the base of it doing a, a tower mod before they put anything up at the top. So there's all different ways to mod them, and they're modding this one, and they have to weld tabs on it, and they were welding it, and they lit the steel on fire welding it, you know, with the stick rod, and it just burned the inside out, and Luckily, they were able to get it out, but it it didn't, I mean, it didn't fall down because they had built it correctly. But that's one of those use cases where if this happens, mm-hmm. you don't want it to blow out or, I mean, it could have fallen right on the parkway or, oh, or, yeah. or probably not on the parkway. It's not that big, but it, on that off ramp
2: you know, and could have killed who knows right. how many people. Yeah. Yeah. One that one's many. probably tall. Uh,
1: yeah. It's kind of tall. Yeah.
2: Oh man! All this stuff's interesting because you know it's it's like a peek into a world that you don't. It's a whole different world yeah. that you don't know exists. Really, yeah. everybody, we use these things constantly. I mean, that doesn't even encapsulate how often we use all this stuff, right? But nobody gives it a second thought. It's Keep like how, it
1: keeps me employed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like how how the information travels. Yeah, you know the the physical infrastructure required. Yeah.
1: What's crazy to me is the guide towers. You ever see the guide towers?
2: No. What's that? It, it,
1: it's a tower that is like a little triangle and it's it's probably tiny and it goes up, I don't know, a thousand feet, 2000 feet. And then they're guides. So there's guy wires that come off. Kind of like when you're walking down the street and you see like a telephone pole at the corner and it's got the, it's called a guy wire that comes down oh, and is okay. anchored into the ground. Well, they do that for the towers. And if one of those guy wires fails, that thing just crumples right to the ground.
0: Yeah, I've seen those.
1: And they're like you know, some of them are like 2000 feet in the air and uh, some of them are big enough to have an elevator in it. Right. And uh, a tower dog who is somebody who can only work on the the towers. Some of them won't let you use the elevator because that's maintenance only. Like if they have to change the light at the top. So you still have to climb that.
2: Oh my God. But you
1: can only be on the tower for so long. So some of it is you climb up for four or five hours until you get to the work height. You do the work for 15 minutes and you climb back down. So you get your eight, eight, nine hours in.
0: I saw a thing. It was like something like that. And it was like, yeah, this guy gets paid $40,000 every six months or something to go to the top of this thing and change the light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
0: 2000 feet. That's it could, crazy.
1: It could be solved with an led, but that guy's getting paid $40,000 true every six months.
0: Then they'd have to go up there and change the, uh, socket.
1: Well, you have My to make gosh. sure it's working and all that stuff. There's a lot there's a lot more to it than just changing a light bulb. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
2: I wonder what kind of swaying is going on up there. Quite a
1: bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. Even just on the 100-foot poles, it's swaying a pretty good amount. Like, if you're under them and you, and you look up, you can see them. Like, you guys can never get to the bottom of a pole because they're always in fenced in, but you can see it sway just on a 100-foot one. Oh, I yeah. I mean I've been
0: on, on a roof of a house, and you can feel the house moving with the wind.
1: Yeah.
2: Like at the, you know, on the beach and stuff like that. That's got to be like terrifying to a normal person.
1: Yeah. Whenever I talk to the tower dogs, they're always like, yeah, once you get to a certain point, you're dead if you fall. So who cares? You know, it's those guys. That's what I'm saying. Right. And uh, maybe got a like, new career. Yeah. But they're like <laughs> anything over 300 foot is when it gets real scary under 300 foot. They don't really get too scared. I'm like, you guys are nuts. So I'm the like, same.
0: anything over 30 feet, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe you could fall 300 feet Yeah, a lot of these guys Will use like boom
1: lifts Like to work Uh, But a lot of the guys that climb I mean think about climbing on a day like today You gotta be out there and work, right So they may climb up and tie off to the pole And then a crane will come in And move the equipment up to them Sometimes they have to hoist it up by hand If they can't get a crane to the location So then they're up there all day Right on a hundred degree day like this, you gotta hike up your water with you, right? Maybe yeah. the crane operator's nice enough; he'll lift your lunchbox up. But It'll, when you're up there, you're up there for eight
0: nine hours. You're all dizzy.
1: What if you gotta pee? You it radio just, down and say,
0: "Pee off the side." You gotta go. Watch out! Watch below. out! Yeah. You hope the wind will just take it, you know, before
1: or pee in a snapple bottle and drop it down, or
2: so these so they're. Are instances where you have to climb up like a ladder for six, seven hours to get to where you're going? Me? No, these guys. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So you got to be in some. Uh,
1: tall guy wire.
2: That's what I'm going to look at. You, you got to be in like amazing physical condition.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of these guys, I'm sure the meth helps, you know?
2: The tallest guide structure is the
0: KVLY TV mast in North Dakota, USA at. 1987 feet. There you go. Can you imagine no. climbing
1: 1800 feet?
2: No, I get out of breath like uh, what's that doing the- a weed whacker <laughs> in the backyard there.
1: What's that equate to? 1800 feet. What do you mean? Like, what else is 1800 foot? Long oh, so longer? this is like
2: Tall. a
0: list of the tallest structures. The Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest artificial structure in the world is only 2700 so it's almost as tall as that
1: yeah can you imagine climbing up that and they're tiny they're like it's just a triangular structure that you're climbing up one of those guide towers
0: yeah let's see uh
1: there may be a ladder on it that you're tied off to but you still got to climb it
2: yeah the whole thing
1: and you're wearing all all the safety gear and the harness and all and all the clips carrying the rope like there's a lot to what you're doing it's not easy.
0: This says there are dozens of radio and television broadcasting towers, which measure over 600 meters, about 2000 feet in height. And only the tallest are recorded in publicly available information sources. So they, they don't even, they don't even know the heights of a lot of them. Yeah. Um. So this is the, was the, I guess the that's second tallest in Poland. And yeah, it, it doesn't look, that's the latter. So it's like maybe like. You know eight, each eight, each side of the triangle is like uh well no that ladder looks like maybe fifteen feet if that's the ladder
1: You're looking at the side of the ladder. That's the cage that goes around it. Right.
0: Isn't that the ladder right there? Maybe. How tall is that one? Um, It's in Warsaw, Poland. And it is, oh, 2,120.7 feet.
1: And that's a self-support tower?
0: But it stood from 74 to 91. No, it's got guy lines right here.
2: Held the world height record since 1954. Could you imagine having to build that thing? I mean, look at, think about the foundation.
1: Yeah, foundations are pretty good. Uh, But I've heard, uh, I found out on the internet, I'm going to bring it to all the tower guys that dry pouring is the way to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Full steam, full steam designs has come up with a new way to do it.
0: How many millions of views does he have on that now? I don't know. Wasn't it like 21 million?
1: Was it
2: that high already?
0: I think so. When I looked at it and that was a couple days ago.
2: Is that the guy that was doing the... He did the the little pad out in front of his... Yeah, yeah. Shed? Yeah.
1: I don't have internet here.
2: Let's see. I'll check it.
0: Um, that's what inspired me to get onto TikTok. Let's see. He's got one right here that's got 23 million. Okay, so that one only has 1.5 million. Actually, no, 12.7 million of him doing it. Then the one of him jumping on it's got 1.5 million. But he's got one here um, where I think he did a test of dry-poor versus mixed, 23 million views.
1: Unreal. That's crazy. The power of the internet.
2: I insane. saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't. You're never look, on Instagram. I go on every day. You know, I like to check my friends, you know, see what's going on.
1: Yeah. I go on often.
0: We got one cooking right now with 32,000 views. And the most
1: I have is 1.7 on Instagram. 1.7 million.
2: That's a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have one on Instagram, I think 1.4. That was the best
1: one, great! You never know what's gonna hit. Okay, no. like, I did that one. I was making uh Is the coffee scoop you liked?
2: Oh yeah, I Still did it. Didn't I get win, one, but I, I like
0: it. <laughs> I mean, if you look at all the it's, stupid it's in my stuff drawer, that's popular, it's like you know, we've put out dozens of reels that are better than than half the junk. That's you know, it's just whatever the algorithm decides. Yeah, you know, it's like if they see it, some engagement. They start to feed it to some more people. Feed it to some more people over here, mm-hmm. and then it's just a self fulfilling prophecy.
1: Yeah, it's Do, weird.
2: Can't does Instagram monetize yeah. anything anymore? No. no, not anymore. They got rid of it.
1: They're now asking you for money.
2: Yeah, they That's, want you to be verified,
0: which I think is dumb. What is that? That's that, that blue check mark. Blue check mark next to your name. Oh, I don't think I have one of those. No, no, you have to yeah. pay fourteen bucks a month, fifteen bucks a month. Something like that. I don't Why? Does they verify that you are who you say you are, uh-huh. and you get like uh, preferential customer service treatment or something? Why don't they just well, kick, kick the true. people get, that aren't
2: you, verified off?
1: You get customer service. There is no customer service yeah, without
2: it. Yeah, that's true. God damn! What was that? Oh yeah, big Harley guy. There you go. Is it true that a Harley? Won't uh, stay running if you don't flip the throttle. Yeah, it'll stall right out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not like a CT70. <laughs> <laughs> that thing will purr all day.
1: All day. But you want to keep it moving as it's air cooled.
2: Yeah. You should come next year.
1: Ride it around the track.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go back down to your house and ride around your yard again.
1: Anytime you want.
2: Then we'll go swimming at the complex. Compound? Yeah, the compound.
1: Yeah. Anytime you want. That's for Rob, not for all the listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to visit Keith at home, his address is yeah. <laughs> 114 Main Street. <laughs> 164.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've been on a beautification program these last couple of weeks. The buildings yeah. looking good. Yeah. Um, probably be done Friday
1: it'll be done before this comes out
0: yeah Yeah. who knows when this will come out could be next week
1: we don't know this will come out 2024 right around the time 5G
2: takes over yeah I thought it was three days from now it is our buddy Lou from uh, Shore Pro Painting yep Uh, what are the colors we got going on we got soft fern for the body of the building and sea haze for the for the accent color on the on the brick. Yep.
1: Now we got to get you guys a sign made.
2: Yeah. yeah, I wanted to look into those corrugated.
0: Uh, you know that corrugated plastic, like the, yeah, like something like that. Just big, cheap for now. No. Plop it up on a wall. Like a laser cut keychain, my friend. Listen, that's all we can. <laughs> laser cut keychains, all we can afford right now.
1: Uh, let me borrow that laser. I'll just cut out all the pieces.
2: We're working on getting a new laser. Yeah, you in the market for a laser? Sure. He's very amenable.
1: (laughs) I'm in the market for a lot of things.
2: As long as the price is right. As long
1: as the price is right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I reached out to several laser brands, only one of which I heard back from. Who's that? Uh, Monport. Never heard of him. Yeah. Either had I.
1: What about that Thunder laser? That seems to be the hot ticket these days.
2: Yeah, they, uh, I don't know. I reached out. I didn't hear nothing. They wanted cash. Huh? We're looking for a non-cash transaction. No, Thunder didn't even get back to me. Oh, they didn't. Neither did Omtech?
1: Well, you don't want an unresponsive company. Yeah. Even if you are paying or not paying.
0: They're all the same at the end of the day. All these lasers are the same. They all they come are. out of the
1: same factory, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. They'll look the same. Different sticker on the front.
0: I want a big high wattage tube. That's it. And a big bed. That's all. We're not doing tumblers. We're not doing fast engraving. We need it to go 12 millimeters a second for 10 hours a day. And cherry. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when do you get it?
0: Uh, they're, uh, They're supposed to come back with a... Collaboration proposal. They said that they're definitely not going to be able to cover the whole thing. Yeah, it's like a nine thousand dollar laser.
1: It's fine. Well, I'll give you a hundred dollars for this one. I'll get it out of here today.
0: Hundred? We were only going to ask seventy-five.
1: Well, I, I, I want you to use the
0: forklift. <laughs> that thing's heavy. And then
1: and then I didn't bring my truck, today, so I got to borrow the Toyota. We've.
2: <laughs> We've pushed that thing in and out of the van a couple of times on yeah. our own. Home Tech makes a 70 by
0: 55. That's big. Yeah. This port is, I think, 60 by 40.
1: Momport?
0: Yeah, M-O-N-P-O-R-T. Interesting. Your buddy Jason follows him on Instagram. Of course. So I, I, you got those t-shirts for him?
1: I don't have a buddy Jason. Mom
0: <laughs> <or the> laser. <laughs> I kid. It is. um,
3: Yeah, it looks
1: like all the other lasers out there.
0: Yeah, they're all identical. Where is it? What, they take it off the website? They only had one. Oh, here it is 64 by 40. Pretty big. They have one that has a chiller built into it,
2: Mm. which is cool. Yeah, Yeah, because Keith's going to need the chiller. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm also going to need to rent that space where it's at.
2: (laughs) We'll just stack it on top of the other laser. Uh. (laughs) And a place to sleep when I tell my wife I bought a big laser. Yeah, right? (laughs) The machine Uh. itself
0: is 85 by 59 by 35. 40 by 64. So 40 by 64, I think we can do about 18 boxes at a time. 64 divided by 4 is 16. And then we got another 10 inches left over on the top, so we can do 18. We've
2: been doing three.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we did three the last time. Three
1: boxes at a clip?
0: Yeah, we did four the first time around. Yeah, that's what
1: I saw. Yeah, The thousand box, I was here for that round.
0: We got better smoke extraction with three. Yeah, yeah, because you had the whole bed fully, covered before. Yeah, okay, yep. so maybe we could do maybe we do fifteen. Yeah, on the on the mom or port.
1: seventeen. Yeah, I mean, how much? You only need one gap for the smoke to go through.
0: Yeah, or if we had a you know a way so that there was a little space between each one, you know,
1: something that's easy to do if you make a grid. Yeah, put a piece up.
0: of MDF in there, cut it out. And then just drop them in there because it's nice. You need to have them go right into an exact spot anyway. Yeah. Well, if I did that though, then the MDF would be covering it anyway. Oh, yeah.
1: No, it would do the MDF border. So it's just two tabs, like, and then it locks in the wood like that
0: Mm.
1: on both sides.
0: Yeah, I can just laser holes all over it too, anywhere. Well, you don't need the gap
1: between every one. Maybe every other one you have the strip go across so it holds shape. Yeah. Or have the strip go across with holes drilled in it. Now we're talking.
0: See, with the Montport Laser, you could do anything that your mind imagines.
1: Get yours with affiliate code, GreenStreetJoy.
0: Yeah, Green Street 10 for 10% off your order at MontportLaser.com.
1: That's that's fake news at the moment, but it'll be here
3: soon.
0: Yeah. It's just a sample, Montport. If you're listening, um, you can have this and more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it comes with a honeycomb and a knife blade.
1: I have a diode laser. I never use it.
0: We never use that thing. I mean, if... if It's one of those things. When we need it, we use it. But usually we don't need it. Yeah. Like when we had to do the sink cutouts for those countertops we did recently, I made a template on the laser because it's the easiest way.
1: I'm going to have you cut me a template.
0: That's fine. Yeah, we can do that. My wife... Always sends me stuff. She's like, Can you do this on a laser? I'm like, Yeah, will I? Is the question.
1: Well, I'll come over so I know it gets done.
2: That's how you do it. <laughs> you just show up with your stuff.
1: I'll sweep. Can you cut this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has a pass through, also.
1: Uh, pass through is key on those.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could do it, you could stick a whole uh, sheet of plywood in there. Only weighs a thousand thirty-six pounds.
3: That's not bad. No, that's nothing.
0: Yeah, we got a five 000 pound forklift. Well, I hope you get it.
1: When's the next run?
0: Probably uh we'll probably do the pre sale next month. Yeah. You know, gotta deliver like around Thanksgiving time, Halloween, somewhere between Halloween and Thanksgiving.
1: So right through a maker camp. Good luck, yeah. kids.
0: Same as last time. Last time it was like, yeah, we're going to finish before make game. No so, way. Nope. I left chance. Manny there. Didn't oh yeah. I forgot about that. Manny did help us out.
1: Yeah. What's he been up to?
2: He's taking a new job. Yeah.
1: Manny, reach out, say hi.
2: Yeah. He got off social media. Yeah. Good for him. It's poisonous for your health.
1: Yeah. What can you
2: do? Yeah. Well, we've been
0: going for uh hour and 40 minutes. I could talk all day. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. We've
1: squandered another two hours yep. listening to us.
0: Just wait till tomorrow. We got Jacqueline coming
2: on. Who knows how long we'll talk. I got to be home at 530 tomorrow. Just so you know. It'll be a long one if we go that late. I got guests for dinner.
1: What time's she coming? Is it the band? Two o'clock.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the band. <laughs> the
1: band's coming over?
2: They, you want to know something? they no, I haven't heard from one person since I left. That's multi. No. I I knew Dave like ten years.
1: But have you reached out and said, Hey guys, how you doing?
2: No. Yeah. All right. All right. They're, they're probably saying, Can you believe Rob's just uh hasn't said hello? But they're still together. Well so what's the protocol? They're still together. I left. Should would would I be the one to reach out just to, with a friendly hello? I think so. Oh, you do. Yeah. If you cut yeah. it off, then it would yeah. be on you. It is on me. Yeah,
1: because you're the one who left. They didn't push. If they pushed you out, yeah. it'd be up to them to reach out to you. Oh, uh, but since uh, you left, it's up to you to open. up. See how
2: not in touch with social protocols I am.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, if you're asking me personally, I, w- I would just be like, I'm out, and then yeah. and then.
0: And just move on with my life. Like, I have
1: yeah. no clue. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I happened to cross their cover band at the next bar I went to, then yeah. Say, I would I heckle, heckle them. Than that.
2: <laughs> I, I would heckle them. American Girl. Play hey, American sweet, Girl. Caroline. Yeah, Buttercup.
1: Wait till you do karaoke at Maker Camp this year.
0: Oh, God. Mm, yeah. I didn't partake uh, this past year. No. At the Brunt Maker's uh, Happy
2: Hour.
1: Is that when they do karaoke?
2: No, I guess not. I think it's the night before. I don't know. Are we going to go up uh, early and have like a nice big dinner or something like that? As we, we were, were talking, talking about that. It.
0: Yeah, doing like a over a open fire. Yeah. Is this breakfast sandwich competition happening? That's what I hear. Um. Am I the only person entering?
1: That's what I hear. No, I don't know.
0: I don't know. There better be a trophy. That's all I'm saying.
1: I know Jake was talking about entering Metal Shift Customs. Mm -hmm. Um, Ed was talking a big game, but I don't know if Ed Jones? Yeah, I don't know if he... Chad has his whole alfalfa sprout game. Oh, God. Chad's going? That's what he says. Didn't he say that last year? He says a lot of things.
2: Chatty Daddy.
1: Chatty Daddy. You can call it. I don't want to... drag this on any longer than i have to all right, well, oh, all right. Fine. fine then no, Well, i mean it yeah, sounded right. like you were going to call it and then i started talking about the band again
2: uh, it happens all the time i'll keep going i don't care <laughs> yeah. it always takes us 20 minutes to sign off yeah yeah uh yeah, yeah so we don't
0: know when you're going to be listening to this um oh yeah thanks for listening it'll be sometime this summer yeah i mean it could even be next week for all we know probably all right <laughs> Thanks for tuning
2: in. <laughs> Take care, Thanks everybody. For having me on, guys.
0: All right, Keith. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.